0: In the name of one God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. These readings are tough. And most of them have something to do with the end of time, judgment day. And what, when asked what he would do at the end of the world... Martin Luther was once quoted as saying, If tomorrow is the day of judgment, today I will plant an apple tree. If tomorrow is the day of judgment, today I will plant an apple tree. This is a testimony to a deep faith, a great hope, seeing something that is powerful and possible, a strong inner belief that in the end, because of what we know about God, all will be well. To understand our gospel today, we have to think about when this passage was actually written. Luke's gospel was probably written around the year 85. The Roman Empire had destroyed the entire city of Jerusalem, including the temple, around the year 70. The people of God were dispersing, fleeing their homeland. Luke's gospel, at the same time of this great diaspora, Luke's gospel is trying to write down the stories of Jesus, using Jesus' words, About 45 years after the stories happened, and just 15 years after the world that Jesus' friends lived in, and the world that they knew, that their world had just come to an abrupt end when the Romans destroyed everything. These storms of life, these unfathomable trials of the early church, the sheer tragedy of it all is embedded in this text that we're reading today. Yet somehow, some way, someone remembered Jesus telling people, whatever happens to you, you will be okay. Whatever happens, you will be okay. The German theologian Eberhard Busch says that Jesus' words are as relevant now as they were 2,000 years ago. The world wars of the 20th century left millions dead. The revolutions of today are called terrorism. Earthquakes happen seasonally on the stock market. I would add they also happen in election cycles. The polar ice caps are literally melting. Eberhard Bush gets even more real, writing this in 2008. We are plagued by pandemics. Will humans die of a virus against which we are defenseless? There are famines and global hunger. Do not a majority of humans speak in this way today, even with the dangers of a global collapse? Such thinking in his words is an egoistic flight from reality. Jesus shows us quite another approach in our biblical text, saying, not a hair of your head will perish. Confusing, yet reassuring words from Jesus today. Confusing because life has more twists and turns than we'd ever anticipate. Reassuring because we need to know what Julian of Norwich knew in the 14th century, that all shall be well and all manner of things shall be well. Jesus is reaffirming that God is ultimately in charge of life itself and that God's love isn't ever going to be separate from us. Perhaps that's why Martin Luther would plant an apple tree. Planting an apple tree with its great hope to bear fruit for a future generation is an action of great faith. Planting an apple tree to know that God's love continues in the created order of all things, it's a statement of solidarity with God. Planting a tree out of trust trust that Jesus assures us that he's with us along any way that our path of our life takes us. And that gesture of planting an apple tree, that act of trusting God, that act of taking the next step, planting, investing, helping a tree take root, living out a great hope with God that all shall be well, this act Of planting a tree before the Day of Judgment is at its core a bold act of stewardship. It's an act for us to see that we as the people of Trinity continue to examine how we walk with God. We're able to see how much God loves us, how much God has given us, how much God will continue to give us, but we're asked today by Jesus himself to trust and to live and to hope. And so today's readings are stories about the end times, stories of judgment, stories of the hard times of life. And the reassurance gives Jesus gives is all about the triumph of God over all of this. Even if a day of judgment is right around the corner, Trinity Cathedral is our apple tree entrusted to our care. When we take care of Trinity, it flourishes. When we support Trinity financially, it thrives. When we engage with Trinity's programs, our spiritual lives soar when we gather and pray and appreciate this community for all that it has been, all that it is, and all that it will be, we are invited to be the people who help Trinity set down even deeper roots here in Phoenix and plant more of these metaphorical apple trees to help us cultivate the fruits of ministry, to share with them and with all the people of the neighborhood. To help us extend the welcome of God's open arms to everyone who meets us everywhere that we go. Is this easy? No, it's not. Is this work that we can do alone? We cannot do this work alone. We have to do it together. Jesus wants his followers to realize that God will never abandon them in life. No matter the situation, no matter the circumstance, God will always be there. And so we are called to live into this great hope. Hope for a world where God's kingdom is brought front and center. Hope where all the people of the world live in peace and harmony. And hope for us right here at Trinity. Hope that we might continue to do the work that we're given to do by being good stewards of the resources that we have been given in our lives and by offering them in the form of financial promises or commitments for the year to come, planting our hopes, our apple trees of hope today, knowing that God will do far more tomorrow, that God will do more for us than we can ever ask or imagine. In many ways, this congregation is good at planting apple trees of lasting hope in everything that we do. From the times we've seen this congregation rally around people as they're grieving, from the times that we've actively sought ways to alleviate the suffering of the homeless or to strategically partner with local schools like Garfield to promote childhood literacy, to combat childhood hunger, and to give children a belief that they are inherently loved by God who only, deserves, who only desires their greatest good. But we go further than that. Week by week, we welcome hundreds of people to this campus to worship on Sundays, to sing hymns, to gather for weddings and funerals, to listen to some of the best music in the city, and to cultivate a vibrant visual arts ministry, a visual arts environment for this part of downtown. And we do other things, too, that some of you might not know about, like have ministries that support victims of domestic violence. We advocate for people with disabilities. We connect people into the resources of public services and we fight day in and day out for equal rights for all the people of Arizona, all the people in our country, all the people in our world, upholding those promises that we make every time we have baptism, upholding those promises to Jesus that we will seek and serve Christ in all persons, loving our neighbor as ourselves. We, my friends, are planting apple trees of hope each and every day of our lives here at Trinity. Is it easy? No. And we can't do the work alone. We need your help to continue this work. Next week is going to be our stewardship in Gathering Sunday, and you're gonna be asked to bring a pledge card forward and place it at the altar for blessing. And if you've already turned in your 2023 pledge card, we are humbly grateful and we thank you so very much. But if you haven't yet turned in a card, a financial promise of some sort for the year 2023, I'd like to invite you to please consider what you will be able to promise for 2023. Even though we're the cathedral here in Arizona, we're not a wealthy community. But when everyone participates in some form or another of offering a portion of their time and talent, and yes, their treasure to Trinity, we are able to continue all of these valuable ministries of hope, helping us all be the apple tree planters for a new world to be people who put down roots right here in downtown so that we can do God's work that we are given to do. And when we make these commitments to this holy place each and every year, when we make these commitments during stewardship season, which usually happens in the fall of every year, this community thrives. This community shines. This community is the beacon of light that so many flock to in their hour of need. A place of deep devotion, of intense prayer and thoughtful worship. A place with open hands, with hearts to love, with a desire for everyone's good that mirrors the great dream of God. This sacred place at the corner of Central and Roosevelt that reminds people over and over and over again that all shall be well and all manner of thing shall be well. This is Trinity Cathedral, a place that would probably act exactly like Martin Luther. If tomorrow is the day of judgment, today we will plant an apple tree we will not live in fear. We are a place where when times of trial come, we plant apple trees, we put down roots, we call this place home, a haven for our souls, a place where not one hair on our heads will perish, ever. Where we will gain God's ultimate blessing, the salvation of our souls. This is Trinity, a community of hopeful apple tree planting people. Trinity, a place of deep faith for all of us to steward. Our place, the place God has given us to call home.